The Wexford Hurling Podcast is brought to you by the Enniscorthy Credit Union, where you can join and apply for a loan on the same day. With great interest rates and special rates for car loans, green car loans and education loans. Check out their website at enniscorthycu.ie. The Enniscorthy Credit Union. Local, loyal and lending. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. If you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating, which may limit your ability to access credit in the future. Enniscorthy Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Catch, touch and bang. Dara is a fantastic coach and um, some really, really exciting uh, young players coming through. Um, so there's an awful lot to be uh, excited about from Oxford at the moment. I listen to dancing at the crossroads there about three or four times a week in the car on the way down just to get this. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is like the party, uh, as we well know. Then we had Billy Byrne, who was going to come in to be the game chair. And we had to put a high ball in from the middle of the field. And Billy Byrne's job was to catch, touch and bang. Catch, touch and bang. Oh, there's no rules. This guy just grabbed the ball, threw it up in the air and then hit it. Most importantly, I'd like to thank you, the people of Wexford, who stuck with us through take and take. Hello, Wexford! But Wexford have it over in the right corner for our position. Heading in on goal. Opportunity here, surely. Oh, he still has possession. Surely. Oh, it's a brilliant goal! Fantastic finish! JJ Twombly! The gory man has scored! He cut in along the line, cut back inside the marker, and when he got inside from about four metres out, he let it off the boss of the hurl, and he hit it off his left. Billy, it was a super goal. Kilkenny got caught. Goalkeeper had no chance into the top corner. That's 18 points to 16, 210 to 115. Wexford now two points in front with four and a half minutes remaining. And we have said, Liam, if the ball goes in there, we are causing problems. You have to say he kept a very cool head. You know, he keep a cool head. <laughs> and that's what he needed to do, but finished it very, very well off the hurl. Didn't catch it the third time, but that's put Wexford back in front by two points. Brilliant, you'd have to say. Great game that this day is now, Liam. Hello and welcome to the Wexford Hurling Podcast. That was some of the exciting commentary from Liam Spratt and Billy Byrne on Southeast Radio from Wexford's under-20 Leinster semi-final win over Kilkenny and Nolan Park last Wednesday. And we're coming to you early this week as those under-20 hurlers will be taking the field in Dr. Cullen Park on Wednesday evening as they take on Offaly in the Leinster final. Great to have this look forward to, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Uh, a lot of good hurlers on that team. Uh, they put in serious performance uh, last Wednesday and hopefully to do the same again this Wednesday absolutely yeah and tell me Ben will you have your Wexford hat ready I will I will sure it could be a sunny evening so I might need to protect it you know Brazil jersey let me come to sun I'll, I'll be wearing a Wexford jersey Wexford jersey all right very good well we're joined this week by the last Wexford man to lift the under 20 Leinster Cup Owen Conroy as well as former Offaly Hurler and current co-host of our game and GAA correspondent with the Irish Independent Michael Verney Tell me this, Michael. Are the glory days on the way back for Offaly? God, I'd like to think so, but uh, we won't get too ahead of ourselves. But it's been a nice, it's been a good few weeks. Uh, just with the seniors are going well. Obviously, the, you know, they were beaten by Carlo at the weekend, but the seniors are going well. The lads won, the Offaly schools won the colleges A. Kalash and Ave Cormac won the colleges B. Good win over Galway. Good win over Dublin without two of our best players. So, yeah, things are motoring along nicely. Uh, it's teed up for a brilliant final, lads. Like, and not being smart, it's great not to see Kilkenny there. I don't mind Kilkenny generally, but it's great to see an awfully Wexford final. Great to see two kind of new teams in the mix. So, yeah, uh, expecting a belter of a game. Are we a new team, Owen? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think we are. We're uh, we're a dominant force in the under twenty, under twenty one hurling uh, of recent years. But as I was just saying to you guys earlier on, it's it's eight years and it doesn't feel like it. So uh, maybe we're it comes in cycles. So maybe we're we're newish now again. Yeah, Owen, you've only got a, a couple more days now of being the last Wexford captain to to lift the Leinster under twenty cup. So you know, milk them for what you what you can get of them. Yeah, my my start, I might might go to coppers now. Um, on Monday, <laughs> should aware, but I should have gone to the stores at the weekend. I missed out on that one as well. So, uh. is it true you're been you're been presented before the game and all and shaking hands? Yeah, I've been in Jack Dunn's menswear there. Uh, getting <laughs> so that's all that's all happening. Yeah, it's going to be a big day. Oh, but the win the win the other night on was uh fairly big change the mood around the county a bit. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, it was the circumstance of it as well, not just like a winning, not just winning it, but the circumstance of winning it, a little bit dramatic, guts and character. Like I, I don't like saying I, I thought it was, I thought we were in trouble or I thought we were dead and buried, but that Kenny goal seemed like a real sucker punch. Um, and the lads bounced back. They like they got two points straight away. It was it was an incredible reaction, um, to the Kenny goal. So. That kind of the circumstance of it, JJ, obviously a club mate getting the goal and then giving one of the greatest interviews uh, of all time after it as well. But it just, it did, like we need it. Like we've we've been stuttering along a little bit in the senior and it hasn't been enjoyable for anybody, but um, the the, you know, the lads gave us a big lift. And again, it was it was all character. It was all, you know, they all kind of came to the fore when they were needed. So I think I think it was exactly what the doctor ordered for Wexford Hurling this week. Yeah, they're, they're a fairly highly rated team. Like Des Maiden was saying, this this is our best team we've had in a long time. Would you would you share that view? Yeah, I think it's so stacked, and it's like again, probably since one of one or two of my teams that I played on, like we were just stacked with forwards. Um, you know, the Jack Guyanese and the you know Lee, we had Lee Chin, Jack Guyanese, Connor Mack, all kind of in the one team. And like if you kind of know the club scene in Wexford, those six forwards are all are all pretty serious. Like you know, you can see obviously what. Keen and um, Corey did uh, during the week, but obviously Shamey's a big handful too. He was really unlucky not to get his goal, and then I think uh, Luke Luke Murphy's been a, a revelation for the Harriers as well since he's since he's come on the scene. So like they're stacked with forwards, and then um, you know the backs aren't doing too badly either. Uh, but uh, it's just that, I think that's the real the real danger for for Offaly coming into it is that Wexford have six forwards that are all capable of winning their own ball, taking on a man and, and taking a score. So it's 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 a serious team when you when you look across it. And Michael, like the way the under twenty Leinster Championship was set out, Wexford were in tier one with Dublin, Galway, and Kilkenny with no jeopardy really, but Offaly were in tier two with a bit of jeopardy. What did you think of that kind of structure to the championship? Yeah, well, based on our under twenty results in you know in relatively recent years, I haven't been in a final uh, since twenty sixteen. I think it suited. I think it suited this crop absolutely perfectly because they hadn't won many games even at minor level, decent squad and you know, okay results. But getting games under their belt and even the way it finished with Antrim, the toughest of the three games, being last, suited awfully absolutely perfectly. Uh, going into it, um, there's a couple of things here. Uh, a good few of these lads would have would have trained together not not alone just with the minors last year but even with the Offaly colleges the Offaly schools as well so they've been they've probably been together and had more contact time I would say the most under 20 teams but just on that kind of tier 2 section that suited us down to the ground to be honest with you get confidence up um, before you're playing maybe any of the big hitters and uh, like beating Galway and beating Dublin thereafter 
like outside of Kilkenny and yourselves, it doesn't get much bigger than that. Um, so I think we're going into the final in a, in a really good spot. And hopefully, uh, the talk is that Adam Screeny and Brecken Kavanagh will both be fit again, who both went off against Galway in that quarter final. So, like, to me, awfully beating Dublin the other night without probably two other, you know, the two players that are in the top five, I'd say, in our, in our team, when we're able to go and beat Dublin and put up a big score without them. Interesting what Owen says there, like, the, the Wexford forward line is stacked. The Offaly forward line is stacked as well. Like this is teed up to be an absolute cracker of a game. And I just like there's been big scores put up in the under twenty as well. And I'd expect this to be loose enough in the sense of like we don't really generally get uh, drawn into sweepers or that unless the opposition team is playing. And we played a sweeper the other night because uh, uh, there was a certain coach involved with Dublin who seems to love playing a playing a sweeper. Uh, and it was amazing to see that with the wind at their backs that they did not push up to try and win the game. It was, I, I was, I couldn't believe what I, what I was looking at. Uh, and it was the same when we played Leash in the minor last year. The game was there to be won or at least go for it and didn't look like the dubs really went for it. Whether that was coming from the line or not, I'm not sure. But uh, like this could be a, this could be a 222 to 221 Leinster final. This could be an absolute epic. Wouldn't be a bit surprised if it went to extra time either or anything like that because it seems like the two teams are going to be pretty closely matched as well. Who are the like screen screeny is the obvious one who everyone knows about. We were we were going to ask you, was he gonna be fit? Mitchell is the other one. Like are, are they the two main men or who who else do we need to watch out for? Uh I don't I don't think I wouldn't point to any one player. Mitchell probably had to lead the line the other night because Screeny wasn't uh wasn't fit to play. But like Sam Burke centre back is a brilliant player. He's on in on the senior squad. I think the hugely encouraging thing from an awfully point of view is everybody talks about the minors from last year. Only four that, that uh, All Ireland minor final team started for the twenties the other night, so that you know that is another eleven guys on top of that. That's what's really encouraging from our point of view. Screeny up front will take a lot of watching. I'll tell you who will take a lot of watching, and he was very quiet the other night. Was we have a big lad wing forward Shane Rigney? He was only minor last year. He was quiet the other night, but he was outstanding against Dublin, Dublin or against Galway the previous game. And I, I think he hit one four, and I'd be expecting a big game out of him. He's a big rangy wing forward. Dan Burke, the other side, very, very dangerous forward as well. Mitchell would probably be inside, I'd say, with Screeny. Joe Hockter got two points the other night early and was kind of taken off then. He's dangerous. Just, uh, you know, no more than yourselves, sounds like there's a lot of players that will have to be stopped. And that's fascinating. It's going to be probably which defence holds out most under a hell of a lot of pressure on Wednesday night. I would awfully not be better off, like, not risking Kavanaugh and Screeny. Like, would not be a bit of risk to bring them back a bit early for this game. You know, they're not right. I, I, I think like geez, you don't want to take any chances with young lads these days. No, no, that's that's a fair point too. I think if they were going to take a risk with them, or there was going to be any risk, it would have been the other night. And I think that they they took the the prudent made the prudent decision. And I think trusted, another, another week of doom doom grandly. <laughs> Maybe so. They trusted in their squad anyway, and they were fairly well rewarded the other night. And I can't imagine like there's going to probably be two lads dropped on Wednesday night that played pretty well and two new faces coming in. But I think what's pleasing from roughly point of view most is there's a hell of a lot of good players that can't even make this 26. And that's really encouraging, not only for Wednesday night, but for you know next year and probably the next decade, I'd say, I'd say as well. But if the two boys are ready to go, I'd say they'd be mad keen to come in. So um, I reckon they'll both, I, but the, the word I'm hearing is, is that they're both going to be fit to play. Um, and if the two of them play, it'll be a massive boost to our chances anyway, definitely. Yeah, and on like we've seen ourselves with with Wexford strength and depth, and you know 
in some of the group games, Shamie O'Hagan and Oshin Pepper were on the bench. JJ Tomley was on the bench the other night and came on and seriously impressed, especially with that goal. Like, is that is that it? Are there tough decisions for Keith Roster and the management team now with, with JJ like getting that goal? Does it does he start the next day? Do you think? That, that I was only thinking about that one today. I, he might have given himself a problem now where he looks like a really, really good impact. Like he's so big, <laughs> strong, physical, and he's 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 lightning quick. Like if he starts taking taking you on at that grade, like he, he he's he's a big problem to have for cornerback. I think Killian Byrne was was wasn't getting much change. Kilkenny, that number four, the left cornerback for Kilkenny was was really, really good. We were watching the game, we were chatting about him saying this is that serious. And then Wexford had that strength and depth and, and the option to bring on somebody to give him a completely different type of challenge, which, which is brilliant. And I think somebody mentioned the phrase they're trusting in the squad. And I think that's huge um, in all of these games. Awfully are doing it. Wexford or Sean, they've done it like there's, they're not picking a, a, a stuck 15 that's nailed on. Uh, that keeps everybody on their toes. But I think like what, what Keith Roster is doing is actually picking the team to play the team he's playing against rather than, oh, that's my 15. Let's see how they get on. He's actually... You know, doing his bit of research, his homework, and and playing the team that he thinks will suit, you know, Kenny the best or suit awfully the best on on Wednesday. So, um, there's strength and depth on both sides, which again just means that when the, you know, the heavy hitters that aren't performing, there's going to be subs made, and the game, like as 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 Michael is saying, there's going to be, uh, it's going to be a, set up to be a serious serious game based on that. You know, like if JJ does come on, he'll be he'll be chomping at the bit, or if he takes somebody's place, I imagine they'll be they'll be chomping at the bit to come on as well. So. It's a great problem to have for him. Um, you know, Oshin Pepper is a sub, and we, we saw him, you know, with some serious performances for the seniors last year, and we have him available to come on uh, as another 20 sub. It's it's incredible. Like, so it's a really, really good problem to have. Awfully happy favourites, I think, Michael. No? Um, I haven't looked at the betting, uh, been honest with you, but in my head, they're favourites. That's maybe that's a... That's just where my loyalties lie, but I, I don't know, lads. I think the, the really interesting thing I'm looking forward to see uh, of, of probably our Wexford really because I have a fair idea what we're going to get from our lads. We've our our bunch is really really talented, but for you know scrape the talent away and they work like absolute pigs, and I mean that in the best you know the best compliment of that word. They will hunt you. They will hunt you down so hard, and as as talented as they are, and as you know they can make the ball talk at different times. The, the, I've been talking chatting to Johnny Pilkin in regularly. Johnny's obviously from my own club in Bar, and he's a selector and coach with them. And he just he's he's every time I talk to him, he's just blown away. He just he thinks these lads are completely different gravy than any team he's been involved in before. And I think the kernel of that is is that they just work and work and work. And for all the talent, they will not stop working. And I just it's going to be fascinating to see whether Wexford are able to match that kind of insatiable kind of effort that our lads have. Uh, and if they, if they do, and with the sounds of it, they're highly thought of in Wexford. This is a fairly highly thought of Offaly team. Did I think we'd get to a Leinster final this year? I probably didn't, to be honest with you. Which is, uh, you could say we're in bonus territory, but I don't think I, I don't think that's realistic. Now we're in a, we're in a Leinster final after beating Galway and Dublin along the way. Like Offaly are going gung ho for this game, uh, and we're bringing a fair few thousand down and a fair few busloads. So I hope you're bringing plenty with you. Sold out anyway. The stand is sold out. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, that wouldn't take that wouldn't take much. Yeah, that wouldn't take much yeah. now. It's not not the biggest stand in the world either now. But oh. the, the terraces <laughs> is where the crack will be, lads. <laughs> yeah, is Wexford are actually slight favourites. They're five yeah. to six, and Offaly are six to five. Oh, which, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of surprising since uh, Offaly beat the two teams that bet Wexford and uh, bet Westmead by more than Wexford. But then, how much does that really count? 
Yeah, I would have, in my as I said to you lads, I would have had awfully favourites uh, in my book, but I said it is kind of a it's probably to me it's a 55-45 game, probably in, in Offaly's favour. You see Offaly are like nine to one to win the All Ireland as well, and I, I presume Wexford are a similar price. So uh, the the two Leinster teams are kind of been disregarded in that effect. Whoever wins is going to be nine to four, five to two to win the All Ireland final. If if the you know whoever wins Leinster, so. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if you think there's a bit of value in Wexford, but I think there's probably a bit of value in Offaly in that respect. There's nothing new there with Leinster teams being disregarded, especially when it's Wexford and Offaly. Like if it was Kilkenny and Galway in the final, they'd be a lot shorter, regardless. No, without uh, a doubt, yeah, without a doubt. I know you mentioned like Wexford, the way they got over the sucker punches. Like there was a few of them in the game. Like I, th- I do think Wexford dominated most of the game against Kilkenny. And missed the goal chances then. Shamie O'Hagan was in and missed the... Like, he did everything right. He hit it into the ground just barely wide on the right-hand post. Uh, then Offaly... Or Kenny went down and got the goal. Wexford uh, responded really well with a couple of points to bring it back again. And Kenny got another goal. And it was kind of like a blow after blow. But you mentioned that the character they showed, like... And I had actually, I'd messaged Keith Roster after the game just to congratulate him. And he was just saying how much that will stand to them going forward. So they're able to deal with those. Yeah, 100%. And I think like there's a, in the midst of all of what went on and JJ scored a brilliant, I think all the media coverage was JJ's goal. And then he's obviously subsequent interview, which I mentioned earlier, but um, the Derry man save. Probably the Derry man save. That, like that was game over there. Like there's no coming back from that. I think if that goes in and it was just an incredible save. Again, you know, like, uh, we're talking a lot about forwards, but backs probably don't get a lot of credit and goalkeepers probably get even less, you know, they, for, for what they do. But I thought that was incredible. I think if Wexford were to go on and win it, they'd, they'd owe Derry Man a few points on Wednesday night because it was it was an incredible save. But I'm not surprised, by the way, like with the management that's in it, it'd be very, you know, progressive, very positive. I know, like, you know, you see the, the backroom team there with Aina Martin and stuff involved as well, who, who we know, like, uh, I'd imagine the message is keep going, you know, positive, positive outlook on everything. And, uh, Listen, Keith Rossiter was is probably the same as a manager as he was as a player. He's he's dogged and he's not gonna let anything go. But I think that's what you're gonna get from from Offaly as well. Um on, on Wednesday. So it's 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 yeah, it's teed up. I hope it's not one of these games now where we, we build it up too much and it's it's a bit of a, a bit of a letdown full of freeze and everything else. But uh if listen, if Wexford bring that heart, Offaly are gonna have a have to do a lot to put them away. And um I I think listen, I, I was just so heartened by it because as you said, it probably wasn't the best weekend prior to it that we had. And uh, everywhere, everyone you meet and they're on the street wants to say something negative. So it was nice to have a, a very positive, a very positive Wednesday night to to come away from. And let, just and the lads gave us gave us a big boost. Oh, the county needed it in a bad way. It was it was good for the soul. Yeah, it was. I actually have a lot of people use using this using the under twenties performance as a way to beat the seniors. <laughs> wasn't it great to see a team hitting it long? <laughs> <laughs> An underhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> hey boys, the lads, the lads, the Wexford really need this on Wednesday night. The Wexford really need a victory. That's the that's the kind of vibe I'm getting. Um, just from you know people on the ground, even maybe there wouldn't some people that wouldn't be that optimistic about what's coming. Do you really need a victory on uh, on Wednesday night? I think we needed the victory against Kilkenny in the semi final more than we'll need the victory in the Leinster final. It'd be unbelievable. It'd be huge for the county. But uh, again, like going back to Wednesday night um, and Owen said, like you thought at one stage, no, that's that's them done now. But they kept coming back because they were the better team. And if they had let it go, it would have been just another hammer blow to Wexford Hurling nearly. 
But just the way they fought back, as I said, it was great for the soul. And I think we really did need it. And I think it will help us on Wednesday as well. We always have to be way better team to beat Kilkenny. Beaten by a point, we have to be 10 points to better team. Yeah. Yeah, they do that to us. <laughs> yeah. And then listen, they do they do just keep it was it was just so Kilkenny with them that you know we were we were doing well and we were staying ahead of them and then they'd work it out to their half back line and this long ball will go in and there's just this Kilkenny thing of winning winning your own ball inside or making it a rook and getting their pickups and it was just they just were creating goal chances out of nothing when Wexford were on top. But I'd actually thought as well Kilkenny worked the ball out really well out of out of, out of their backs. Um so I think our lads took a, took a while to kind of get used to that and pick up runners. I'm not sure, uh, Michael, would Offaly, did they play a, a running game or is it more direct? But uh, like, I think that was, that, that Kenny mixed it up a good bit, played a bit of a running game and then they went long when they had to as well. So it was good for our lads to, you know, to to get that experience in the semi-final. Like they're properly battle-hardened, I think is probably a bit of a cliche that's been used along the way with them, but they, they've definitely got every sort of game and every sort of, you know, kitchen sink thrown at them along, along the way. But I'm not sure, like, will Offaly go that way, Michael, with, with running or will they, will they go a bit more direct? Yeah, a bit of both on. Uh, usually work it. Uh, usually work it in around the sixty-five midfield and try and give a nice diagonal ball inside. Now the other night, Mitchell was kind of the lone ranger at different stages in there. And as I said, Dublin had one man back and at times two men back. The ball going in wasn't always perfect. Wexford will not saying that Wexford are going to play totally orthodox, but they'll probably be a bit more kind of straight up. But yeah, like sure, listen, what does any forward want is that kind of diagonal ball in. We'll run it. We'll run it to a point. I'd say, but you know, we're not a. Uh, a Watford style team where we're going to try and run it the whole length of the field rat and like that definitely not that wouldn't be uh, no, that wouldn't be in our nature or heritage I can tell you that no more than yourselves I definitely don't think you should go the Watford way of playing right now anyway <laughs> no, no <laughs> probably 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 not you might have had a lucky escape boys <laughs> we'll say no more about that and it was probably it was probably a positive thing for, for Hurling as well that you know that at Derek McGrath Dublin side were overturned as well because it was talking to someone who had been heavily involved with that Dublin under twenty team up until this year. This is the first year he hasn't been involved, um, and he seemed to think they're just like extremely limited, not a good, not a good Dublin side at all, no hopes for them. And then they paid Derek McGrath tens of thousands to come in, um, and they're basically playing Pew Carlin to try and try and get results and to win a Leinster basically to try rejuvenate Dublin hurling was was the whole thing that he saw it as an easy Leinster to win if they could get a system because there was no. Big hitters, Kilkenny were only so so, and sure Wexford who were Wexford and Offaly, and that Galway team wasn't great. So, it, I think it was a it was a positive for Hurland to to see Offaly and, and Wexford come through it because I don't think I wanted to see a Dart McGrath team uh, get over the line to be honest um, with 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 the whole nature of that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's given it's given big time two thousand and four vibes here, isn't it? With the 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 Leinster final that no one saw coming. Yeah, <laughs> I was at that du- the Dublin game against Wexford now, and Dublin were. Miles better. We we just couldn't deal with. The, Obviously, the, it, it's a glorified yeah. friendly. We call it, but we were miles off it. Like we couldn't deal with their negative system. I suppose. Yeah, it, t- it takes a lot to overcome that. Especially listen for the guys that age. Um, you kind of you, you know to to deal with that on the pitch when they'd probably never have come across it before. Um, so, you know that many people behind the ball and working it out and balls just getting popped over your head. So, um, it's a tricky one to play against. I think. Both these teams are rather like both teams are playing the team they'd like to be playing in the final. I would say because it's going to be very familiar and very traditional hurling for them. So they're they're both they both got the result they wanted in the other semi final, which is which is a funny one and probably why Paddy Power has it so so evenly matched. I think what six to five and five to six. Yeah, 
I was reading, a, I read the match report of the awfully uh, Dublin game, the semi-final there, Michael. And in the examiner, it read, awfully completely obliterated the dubs in the physical exchanges. How physical are this awfully team going to be? Yeah, pretty physical, to be honest with you. They're a big, robust side. Um, like Sam Burke, centre-back, is a big, imposing player. I mentioned Shane Rigney, wing forward, big, imposing player. Even some of the smaller players, like the Collie Spain, are in the middle of the field. Not, like, hugely, not hugely imposing physically, but they're just, yeah, they just love working. That's what I... I'd, I, t- I take that every day of the week, lads. I take 15 lads that will go out there and give all their effort over the, the fancy dance that you, you know, throw them out the ball and they throw it over the bar. These lads, you can throw the ball out to them and they put it over the bar, but they'll work like a dog to get the ball as well. And they are a physical side, in fairness, and there was lots of big physical exchanges the other night. I was looking at the Dublin team, um, you know, for the... When Aaron Levine has been saying, and you're looking at it and thinking, geez, that is a big Dublin team. But they did. They weren't able to dominate us physically, which is uh, which is very very encouraging going forward. Listen, we didn't have any strength and conditioning in place there for a long time. Proper kind of structures. This probably this is probably a team that has been really well looked after in that regard the whole way through. And uh, yeah, the physical stakes will be fairly tasty on Wednesday night. Since since when? Like I, I know Dignan took over a few years ago and said he was going to change things. Like, but is this just a good group or has it? Is it because of the changes Dignan made? No, I think even a couple of years before Dignan came in, um, it, the development squads were kind of going along the right path, I'd say, just before then. Um, I think this team was beaten at minor by Kilkenny, beaten fairly comprehensively down down in Nolan Park, I think. Um, but there, I don't know, I've been looking on enviously at other counties for years and what they're doing right and what we're not doing right. And it's just, I, I, I know anecdotally from hearing from people on the ground that, you know, these guys are doing everything that they should be doing to get themselves not only to be fit for under 20, but to be fit for senior in three or four years or whatever. This is a really exciting bunch in the sense of when you throw seven or eight of these and we'll have to get seven or eight of them through to be good senior, real good senior players on a, on a county team. And you meld them with five or six of what's there at the moment. And yeah, we could, we could, be, we could be doing okay in three or four years at senior level with a bit of luck. Yeah, I've actually like, from, I've been so impressed with this Wexford under 20 team. I've been going through the team and trying to pick out, you know, who I think will mm-hmm. progress to the senior panel in the next couple of years. And I've picked out about, for the next, I'd say, in three to four years, I think there's about six of them that will be there or thereabouts, um, which will be a, a large amount for any under 20 team. But I think that's just, it's partly because there's a lot of lads on the Wexford panel at the moment that in are around the same age. Uh, they're, they're gone 30-like, which... In Harlan terms, unless you're TJ Reid or Patrick Horgan is, is getting old, like, but uh, there, there's a lot of good lads on this Wexter team too, and I, uh, high hopes from. I think it's character, isn't it? More than anything else, it's yeah. Character, it's the character of the lads you want. That's uh, I don't know. I suppose when you get a bit older and you get a bit more experience and see what lads are coming through, and you think you think X is a brilliant hurler, or he'd be a great senior hurler. And then you chat to fellas who maybe have been around the block a bit longer and you're saying, well, what's his character like? Because what, whatever his character is like will tell you probably what he's going to be like in five years' time. Does he apply himself off the pitch? Does he apply himself in school and college and whatever? And if you if, if there's good character there, chances are those are the lads that will kind of make the breakthrough. And just from, from, what hearing, from what I'm hearing with lads that are involved in and around the office squad, there's a lot of very, very good characters. They're different type of characters. Um, maybe than we have had in, in recent years and 
if, if Wexford is the same, chances are you could get a good cohort through to senior. And listen, that's that's what's so exciting about Wednesday night as well for both counties as well. We're probably a bit different than Ian in respect that we would hang our hat on a really good team. Like like the 94, 98 All-Ireland winning teams were basically built off 86, 87 and 89 All-Ireland winning teams. And we're nearly already, to me, one of the best things that ever happened is us not winning the All-Ireland final last year at minor. Because those lads, as heartbreaking as it was, because those lads would have been, there'd probably still be points bought for them and left in every pub in the county for them. Uh, whereas they got, they probably got, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, they'd be, they'd be still, don't you worry, they'd still, they'd still, they'd still be waiting there, as you, as you boys know well. Um, but they actually got a good kick in the arse and they were back on the horse fairly quickly after. And even the kind of, they right. They were able to write the wrong of you know the game in Nolan Park when they beat Cairns in Nolan Park uh, in the in the colleges final as well. So yeah, I just I just think this is a really really exciting crop coming through, and yeah, I'm sure it's the same for Wexford as well. And victory on Wednesday night would probably go uh, victory on Wednesday night. And what I did what I did say earlier that wouldn't be bonus territory. We didn't expect to be here now at this stage with this team probably. So to get one on the board with another two years of really good teams at under 20 would be, uh, yeah, be a bit of a feather in our cap anyway, I can tell you that. What will happen, Michael, is if ye win the Joe McDonough this year, then next year, obviously playing Liam McCarthy, you're going to waste your under 20 players playing Liam McCarthy and you'll have terrible under 20 teams. Uh, potentially, uh, but there are Sam Burke, Charlie Mitchell and Joe Hockter, I think are the only three under 20s on the senior squad at the moment and Adam Screeny will not be playing senior next year Brecken Cavanagh they, 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 I think we're focusing more on the development of that team than what our senior team is going to be I'd say I'd be fairly confident to say we won't lose more than one or two players if even, if even that over the next two years because I think there's a bigger picture at play rather than oh we need him to make sure we get bet by 16 points as opposed to 20 points in a Leinster Championship game against Galway or Kilkenny and that's just being realistic so I, do, I don't think I don't think we'll be looking at the, uh, the short term of it I think we'll be seeing more of the bigger picture like what I, boys, I still this is I cannot get my head around this under 20 rule it's the maddest thing of all time to be punishing like the best players in their grade imagine like Liam Collins came on for 7 or 8 minutes um, for Galway against Kilkenny and couldn't play the day before against Offaly like are you telling me that he couldn't play a game the day before and tug out for the seniors the next day and if he wasn't right or he was sore they just probably wouldn't play him like I just I just don't think inter-county managers particularly senior inter-county managers now are stupid I think it's not 10 years ago where lads were getting flogged the whole time in my opinion anyway and I just think it's mad like it's mad that David Clifford never played under 20 or was never allowed to play under 20 I just I can't get my head around that listen it's probably benefited us all uh, this year with maybe with Galway and even if Billy Drennan was fit would we you know I don't know what we'd be talking about as well would Wexford be in the final but I just think it's a mad it's a mad rule and it's a mad thing for managers to have to deal with as well look at Adam Hogan with Clare as well crazy Clare playing under 20 final and he probably won't like he won't be fit to play like he won't be allowed to play and what's even more ridiculous is that it doesn't count for the Joe McDonough <laughs> because for whatever reason so I mean God forbid awfully do win uh, on Wednesday night they'll be in an All-Ireland under 20 final the same day as the Joe McDonough final and I mean there's nothing stopping Charlie Mitchell from playing in both two national finals in the one day yeah sure that's mad it's, it's mad to even be talking about that but I don't I'm not sure why I presume it's because um, 
you know, Joe McDonough would be seen as weaker and that they need their bigger players more. I presume that's it, but, it, you know, it doesn't really make sense. You shouldn't be really having one rule for one or one rule for another. The main point I've taken from you now is that Offaly are better off not winning because they'll go on the beer if they do. And <laughs> it'll ruin Offaly hey, Ireland for hey, the future. Boys, you have a fair bit of previous in that regard yourself. Bill Boyce died out in 96. That's what we have to. We, you know, we don't get that much success. So on is um is Derek Harley, the Wexford captain, is he going to be replacing you now on uh, on Wednesday night? I really, really hope so. Um it's as I said, uh it, it's uh that feeling we had Wednesday, I'd love to have that then this week again. Uh so I really hope so. And again, I don't think I mentioned him, but uh, another just uh serious talent that's obviously we've uh, seen a couple of games in. Um like he was I don't know how many balls he hit on, on Wednesday, but uh, I'm sure he was somewhere. everywhere. He was everywhere. Yeah. Just everywhere. So he was leading by example. He goes and takes the ball off the defense when you know you kind of need, as I said, they're younger guys. Um, and and you kind of need one or two of them to have that confidence and leadership to come and take the ball and, and, and get on it. And he seems to be the one that goes and takes it off the half back line and, and delivers the ball into the forward. So um he's been leading by example, and please God, he's he's the man now to to lift it on, on Wednesday. So I really hope that is the case. Um, as I said, Michael touched on it there. We really need it. No pressure on them or anything like that. Go out, let the shackles off and and hurl. Uh, and I'm sure we don't need to be saying that to them or or whatever because they've got good lads over them. But um, yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be brilliant if if he was. Just on that as well, on like it's not that like if we're we won't be like we won't be sickened by a Kilkenny win either way. Like I'd love, I hope to God we win on Wednesday night, but I won't be like totally sickened if Wexford win. If you get me, you know, and that's kind of what I meant maybe about the. The two new teams. It's not the like not, that's not to say you've been in loads of finals. Of course you have, but it's not the 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 normal brigade. That's that's all. And I I like for for as a hurler man for Wexford to win it would be huge. And I'm sure from your perspective for Offaly to win it would be huge as well. But at least it'll be something a little bit different anyway. And I think I think you know neutrals will probably be happy either way. Realistically, it's it's the ultimate final for for any other county to be watching. I'm sure the Kilkenny lads won't be watching it. Um, or, or Dublin lads watch it but every, every other county in Ireland uh, will be watching it going this is a great game to look forward to and two fresh teams in it and you know they'll, they'll, there'll be no skin in either game for the, in either team for them and it'll be it'll be a great watch from that regard it'll just be us that'll be tearing our hair out and biting our finger and it goes on but <laughs> I mean, that's a great it's a great place to be like you know what I mean it's, it's good to be in that situation rather yeah. than said, watching a Kilkenny Dublin final where we're going oh I'm going to turn on whatever do you know what I mean like I can't be bothered so it's it's brilliant for us to be in that position and have it to look forward to, you know. I reckon the Munster counties will actually be turning their nose up at this thing. hundred percent, yeah. Again, like just very like we've we've seen it before. We we get a little bit disregarded, but um, the yeah, they they look at this and go, oh, Kilkenny are out, brilliant. You know what I mean? They'll be licking their lips. So um, it, brilliant again for both sides. Whoever comes out of it, completely under the radar, a cup under their belt, and a shot a shot to nothing in the in the in the latter stages. You know, nobody's going to be. Nobody's going to be expecting anything from them. They can just let loose and and give it a lash. So brilliant for whatever whatever side comes out of it. Straight through to an All Ireland final as well. Like that is some carrot for the winners. Dude. That is some carrot for the winners. Like you'd normally be playing a Galway in a semi final or a minor, you'd be going into a quarter final. Like Jesus, massive, massive. All right, what's your what's your, you're picking Wexford on? Yeah, um, hundred percent. Yeah, I I think uh, what they showed me the other night. Um, if they can replicate that just heart you know what I mean the hurling will come as I said they've got the they've got the hurlers there uh, if they just replicate the heart which I'm sure is already in them and as I said the lads over them won't let them 
won't let them slouch or, or lay back. Um, I think 100% they'll, they'll get over the line. That's me saying that without a whole pile of knowledge on, on the Offaly side. Um, but uh, I, I just think what the lads showing the other night that they, they'll they'll give us everything they have at least anyway. Um, and sure, once you do that, I think we have a great chance of coming out on the right side of it. What's your prediction, Michael? Uh, I think Offaly a win. I think it'll be a, probably a score in it, high scoring game. Yeah, something like something like maybe two eighteen, two sixteen, something like that. I'd say. Uh, I, 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 I won't like to be confident enough to be honest with you. This this group is uh, the All Ireland final aside last year at minor level. This group is generally a winning group, and they know if they get in that position, like they were in the All Ireland final last year, they won't be at, they won't be anything stupid happening. They won't be conceding a goal where there's you know seven or eight lads caught kind of ball watching or anything like that um, I think if we get ourselves in a winning position um, I think we'll just about see it through can't, I can't wait for it now I haven't looked I, I, I haven't looked forward to an underage game uh, as much in a long long time and as Zones is there I just hope it lives up to all the hype oh yeah what do you think of Ben? Coyle Burn Dunbar Masterclass yep as in in Ferns last night and uh, a lot of people think just with his performance the other night that he's really gonna say take take the shackles off you know, just because the way maybe in other games he he was good enough, but didn't really didn't show his best. But I think he's gonna that performance against Kilkenny is really gonna get him through. And I I can't go against Wexford in any oh, game. Oh, well, there's be something wrong if either of the three you now were predicted awfully well or anything like that. That would be something seriously wrong. Well, hold on there now. I I haven't given my prediction yet, and I actually <laughs> think that Wexford are gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually think that. I'm going to see a big game from Jack Redmond. I think by his own standards, he wasn't great uh, in, in the semi-final and he actually got taken off quite early. But I, I think he is one of their key forwards and I've, I was so impressed with him in the club championship last year. And I think he's going to have a big game, and a big say in this final. Do you know what's funny, Gary, on your point there? And I, because I've seen Oshin Pepper play at club level. Very few of these Duffy lads would have played senior club hurling. Very, very few. Really? Very few. Um. Very few would have or would have stood out at senior club level. Like, you know, Adam Screeny, Brecken Kavanagh, James Mahan, they're all this is their first year of adult this year. There's a there's a good uh, Shane Rigney be the same, Connor Doyle will be the same. A lot of them boys won't haven't played adult hurling. So potentially that could be uh that could be, you know, a tick in your in your favour in that column as regards experience and experience of maybe duking it out with maybe lads twice their ages sometimes in senior senior club games. There's a rule in Wexford now this year and there's some of our lads, uh, Simon Roach, cornerback, Sean Rowley, midfield, Killian Byrne, uh, corner forward. They, they actually can't play senior because there's a, a, a change in the rule in Wexford. So because minor, they were minors last year, they can't play on their senior teams this year. What's the thinking there? Because we went, we went back to under 18 at minor, but it was a complete change. If you're minor, you can't play. That was the rule, but we went to under 18 at minor, basically. So that's complete, but that's like back in the day, shall we say, you were able to play a minor and senior. So they've they've bo- they've went back to minor, but they've booked the rule from back then. That's all right. I understand that why you would do it in the sense of it's much easier for fixture makers and stuff like that. But I'd say some clubs are like uh, if Comer- if if Comerick are missing Adam Screeny or Brecken Cavanagh or someone like that this year at senior level, I'd say they wouldn't be too happy. You know, I mean, it's, we, it's a funny one. Nobody, I haven't heard a person who likes this rule now. Des Wyden is over Oilgate and he doesn't get to use Sean Rowley who, I mean, if you've seen any Wexford game and you've seen Sean Rowley, he'll be well able for seniors like. 
this is like the advanced mark in football. Nobody wants the rule, but yeah, it's still there. I, I, it amazes me sometimes why about some of these rules that are made. Are these people actually talking to anyone on the ground? Are they, you know, are they actually talking to the Isle Gate lads and saying, are they realizing how much they need this fella? You know what I mean? How much of a boost he would be to, you know, an adult team? It's, it's bonkers, lads. It's some of the stuff that goes on is crazy. Same as that, uh, the under 20 senior rule, you know, that, you, that we talked about earlier that you can't play under 20 yet. Like, it's just who, who's making the rules. And as you said, nobody that likes her, nobody that watches hurling, that plays hurling, anything like that agrees with them. But there's just somebody somewhere just making all of this stuff up. And it's nobody, nobody seems to like or agree with it. Like, it's, it's, it's madness that, 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 that rule as well. We had lads um, get added to our uh, adult hurling WhatsApp and Gory there. Um, at the for the winter to get a bit of a program into them, and then they were removed from it just as quick because the rule change meant they were back with the minors. It was it was <laughs> chaotic, like. Right, but lads, let's look forward to this game Wednesday. See, yeah, right. Pa- positive. positive. I'll see you on the terrace somewhere, boys. I'll see you maybe on the field oh. after, maybe too. You never know. Uh, we're in the cushion seats, Michael. <laughs> the hard core line in Cullen Park. <laughs> Will you have the uh, the flares out? <laughs> Me? Yeah, you you'll be in the in the terrace with the flares. Oh, I thought I thought you were on the about the flare jeans. Jeans oh. ten years ten years ago, maybe. <laughs> I'll expect both. <laughs> they probably they'll be a bit loose and be you want to be wearing something a bit tighter if you have a flare in your hand. Any, <laughs> anything is fair game and you have one of them bios in your hand. Thanks very much, lads. Much appreciated. Great. Thanks a million. Thanks on. Thanks, gents. Michael. Matt Johanan trying to buy himself a bit of space. A point for Matt Johanan. Thanks very much to everyone for listening. Thanks to Michael for joining us. And very much thanks to Owen for joining us. Three time under 21 Leinster winner, Owen Gary. Yeah, seriously impressive. Uh, unfortunately, Shane Tompkins couldn't make it as he had his he had, he had his engagement party last night and one, he had one or two issues after it. I don't know if you heard. No, I didn't hear. What went wrong? Well, obviously it was his engagement party, so he was called on to do do a bit of a speech. So he started his speech. And after about a minute in, he started talking about vaccines and, uh, you know, anti-vaccine stuff. So oh, this was going on for about 20 minutes and he had to be he had right. to be pulled away. I've tried to tell him we're past this. Anyway, uh, so he has apologies to make and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, hopefully you see him down in uh, Dr. Colin Park on Wednesday. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Thanks to everyone for listening and thanks to our sponsor, the NSCARTY Credit Union. Take care. Up Wexford. Up Wexford.